Greetings. Welcome to another episode of Talking Black. Black, black. With your brother and your host, Aleem Kente. About five o'clock in the morning. I have no idea why I'm up right now. But I am. So, just, um... Watching YouTube videos, um, thinking to myself, you know, I was thinking to myself, um, about feminism. the effects that feminism has on a woman and that and the effects that it has on the relationship that that woman has with a man um, you know with you know culture is so important culture <clears throat> kept people in line and gave people rules and um, standards to measure themselves by. When we were made slaves and and taken to America and, and robbed of our culture, essentially what, what the white man did was he destroyed our standard to be a, a full human being. <clears throat> he destroyed our true defense mechanism. The, the, the mechanism, the spiritual defense mechanism that, you know, keeps bad and evil away from us. That keeps it away from ourselves, you know, self-sabotage. You know, I was um, sitting down with my friend, and um, she's a she's a friend um, that I, you know, I'm trying to take seriously. And um, we were sitting down, and uh, she put on Insecure. And she, you know, some part in Insecure where one of the children is, I mean, it's very, I really hate, I really have a, a strong dislike for black television um, that. Does that tries to imitate life instead of bringing um, instead of trying to improve upon life? You know these shows like Empire, like Power, like Insecure, like shit. Even Martin and the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, I, I have my, I have my gripes with those shows too. You know, oh, am I? Is your brother some type of stick up the ass type of person? Uh, I just can't enjoy anything. No, that's not the case. I can look at something and see it. <clears throat> And, and view it and enjoy it and laugh at it. But at the same time, I'm still looking at the messages that are being sent throughout it. I'm not so um, blinded by the, the funny or the certain aspects of the show that I can't see the underlying or overlying messages that are being presented throughout the show and, and, and see if those messages are good for black people or bad for black people. You know, I love the Black Panther. 
in its totality, the Black Panther was a monumental achievement for black people. However, there's bad aspects of that movie. For one, it was made by a white conglomerate corporation, Disney. And being as though it was made by that conglomeration, it sprinkled itself, it sprinkled white supremacist ideas throughout the entire movie. In very, in some subtle ways. Uh, take, for instance, the scene when T'Challa first comes home and he's greeted by his mother and his sister. Now, you know, they, the movie is trying to portray that him and his sister have this, you know, loose relationship that it's not all formal. And just because they're of the royal family does not mean that they are bound by these very strict formalities. And they, they have a, you know, a beautiful and free and loving relationship with each other. Okay. There's other ways of expressing that where you don't have to have the little sister totally disrespect her older elder brother, the black king of your civilization in front of everyone in that movie. That is, you know, Marvel, Disney has to maintain you know some censorship being as though they're predominantly quote unquote a children's company quote unquote quote unquote 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 quote <laughs> but they like to teeter on adult Themes, not even teeter. They they really go full blown into adult themes, like even into X-rated adult themes all the time. But they do it in such a way where a child will overlook it, but the adult will, you know, giggle or something and be, you know, like I, you know, because we caught on to it. Um. So, but but hardly ever. But I've never seen in any. Disney movie or any Marvel movie where anybody gave the middle finger. The middle finger is a symbolic term for fuck you. It's, 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 you know, and fuck, um, you, I suppose there's a verbal, um, clause. You can't verbally say fuck, but you can symbolically say fuck. And they had this young black woman symbolically say fuck you to her older black king of her, of their country in front of everybody on the Black Panther. That was an immense sign of disrespect and and completely unrealistic. No, you know, you know. But why did they do that? Why did they allow for her to disrespect her brother in that manner? So blatantly, so flagrantly, so openly. Because they are trying to say that even though he is a king, quote unquote. Because this is the white man looking at the black man. Yeah, he's a so-called king. But, you know, he isn't so much of a king in our eyes that he can't be disrespected and truth be told it is not all I'm not thoroughly convinced that Chadwick Boseman died of natural causes I'm not thoroughly convinced that Chadwick Boseman died as they say he died you know I have my suspicions um about his death something just doesn't feel right you know there's a a real spiritual effect that takes over people when a black man dies it's not like when a white man dies you know me and my cousin we were talking about this you know if Brad Pitt were to die right now I wouldn't care 
and that's not to say that I don't enjoy his movies, but as a human being, I, I've not been affected on that level by Brad Pitt or, or any really any of them. Um, not many white people would be able to make me, you know, get to a level of that kind of emotion. You know, but when a black man dies, when when Michael Jackson died, that was a devastating blow to the entire world. Um, even despite the world turning their backs on Michael Jackson, his death brought them back to a realization of how much they loved him. Um, but then I think when white people, I think white people are murdering these black men. And in fact, it has been documented that Michael Jackson actually was murdered. He didn't just die, he was murdered by white Jewish executives in the music industry. And Dr. Wesley Muhammad uh, has a full account of the events that precipitated to Michael Jackson's death and the events surrounding the hospital on that day, the drugs that were used, the the drugs that were administered to him um, that uh, contributed to his death, that, that gave, there was a lethal injection that was given to him, not only by, not, not really by Conrad, Murray, but by um, another doctor that was operating behind Conrad Murray. And um, I can't bring that name into account, but suffice it to say that the entire account has been well documented um, and that it is available on YouTube. If you have any uh, interest in going and checking that out, it's a very well documented, well broadcasted well presented um uh, um um expose of the killing of michael jackson <clears throat> well, when white people you know aside from the financial gain that white people get from killing black men especially powerful black men such as michael jackson and prince and you know they want to kill bill cosby um, they want him to die in prison, and and that and we we've largely speculated that they want to do this to you know uh, gain rights to you know his land and his property and you know all his uh, different assets and media and things of that nature. Um, but I believe that when white, I believe that there's more than one benefit to killing a black man from the white man's perspective. It's not only a financial benefit, but it is a it, it, it may have some type of spiritual benefit as well. Um, to arouse sadness, I believe that when white white people pre-calculate that killing a black person will arouse a deep sense of sadness in black people that it is a a way to spiritually defeat us by causing us anguish on a mass level you know they'll you know kill a black man a prominent prominent black man who is known globally so that it will have a global effect on the psyche of black people. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, and I don't want to go too far away from my point. But basically what I was saying was that I don't believe that Chadwick Boseman died. Um, as they said, he died. But the the main point of my topic is, is just to talk about feminism. And, and, you know, I was sitting, you know, with the girl and... She was watching Insecure and um, some part came up and it wanted to, you know, Lisa, uh, what was that was girl's name? Issa. She was in a school in front of these little children. The little children making fun of her. One of the children say, um, my dad says that black women ain't getting no attention because they're bitter like like that's something that a little child will actually say right and i know children say reckless things all the time in school but come on you know that's that unrealistic aspect that they throw into 
films, especially pertaining to black people, they always want black people to be portrayed as monsters from the gate, you know. So, you know, she says, no, black women aren't bitter, honey, or something. Black women are just tired of settling for less. And the girl that I'm sitting next to, she's like, period, like all up in my ear like that. I'm like, I'm like, Yo, I, I got to go. I can't be around that kind of energy, that toxic feminism. I can't be around that kind of energy, you know. Um, so I gave her a kiss on her head and told her that hey, I'll, I'll see you later. Because that was just enough. I was already in, you know, a kind of like a type of mood. But that was the 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 kill switch for me. I, you know, you co-signing with some fiction. Well, she's not really a fictional character, but you co-signing with some woman on the basis of you know black women we're tired of settling for less. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That is true. Black women are tired of settling for less. But to say that you're settling for less is also to say that black men are less. And um, and it's also to, to rid yourself of all culpability of, you know, being in a relationship. You know, black women are notorious for lying about the events that led to their breakup the events leading up to the breakup they're notorious for being painting themselves as the hero to their own story they are both the hero and the victim of their own story and we are bad men and bad people and this is you know what attributes to that well naturally the woman naturally women do not hold the same um weight women do not hold truth to the same regard that men do naturally they don't and you know in the bible it speaks about this a lot you know the bible speaks about the woman in in particular a lot it speaks about both men and women a lot but it speaks about the nature of the woman a lot, you know, and the woman is in constant war with her nature. Some women accept their nature. Like if you remember Pirates of the Caribbean, when the black lady was playing the god Calypso and uh, Davy Jones asked her, why did you break my heart? And she said, it's in my nature. <laughs> she said, you know, she she owned the culpability. She owned the she took credit. For, she basically said, it's in my nature to be uh, capricious. It's in my nature to be, you know, um, um, to do what I want, basically, you know, without, you know, it's in my nature to do as I please. So when a woman, I believe, you know, when a woman is has no culture, and there's nothing tying her down and making her grounded and she's free to do whatever she's going to do whatever she wants to do and and you know so that statement that you know black women are just tired of being uh you know subjected to to little men <clears throat> it's a it's not a humble it's it's not it's not calculating everything properly. You know, it's not calculating the black man properly. It's not it's not a accurate account of what's going on with the black man. It's not You know, it's 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 taking a lot out of consideration when you make those type of statements you know there's a woeful lack of love for black men and black people and the thing and just something about the woman the woman is a cheerleader for power 
naturally she's the black woman is not a cheerleader for the black man necessarily although many black women are cheerleaders for black men you know on a natural level the black woman is more so a cheerleader for whoever has the power you know and her mind when she thinks about power the black woman's mind does not always go to the black man you know and that's and that's reasonable that's reasonable but that that's why it's so important to develop the mindset of a woman to to take her away from just being a feeling person into a thinking person because a woman who just is all about her emotions and her feelings she can't think on levels that will help her to have a better perspective on life and therefore she would be a you know a burden and uh, you know she will drag you down to her try to drag you down to her level Instead of, you know, allowing herself to embrace the challenge of rising up to your level. (laughs) You know, back in Africa, when a man found out that he was having a daughter, he was destroyed. You know, and he and, you know, he was destroyed for reasons that uh, are very. uh, Um reasonable i mean they 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 they're very um sensible reasons you know why he would be destroyed the african brother um you know some brothers in africa because they you know they didn't allow their culture to be They didn't allow their culture to make room for innovation. They, uh, to to be permanent, <clears throat> to erect permanence in their culture and in, in their tribe and in their way of life, they made a lot of aspects, the majority of the aspects of their culture into, you know, immovable objects. You know, so the so that their culture would not would really not grow in accordance with you know a person's ability to learn more on you know mathematically speaking and scientifically speaking. Not to say that the brothers and sisters that are in those tribes are not mathematically and scientifically inclined in this. You know, they are so grounded in math and science that it's really not funny it's it's really not even it's really not funny it's it's um it's it's so impressive i mean to even be around a person from africa and to speak with them and you get a a clear sense of their morals and their understanding on life it, you know it's 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 just a beautiful experience um but you know having these very um strict tenets in their culture and their society um that didn't allow for them to inc- to be competitors to the world you know their competitiveness was reduced to you know tribe against tribe you know uh com- competitions over land you know uh to uh aid in the growth of their tribe you know have more land and now we can have more children and so on and so forth but if they 
were to tap into current sciences and current maths, those brothers and sisters very easily could conquer the entire world. It's no doubt about it in my mind that the African man and the African woman and even the black woman and the black man of America uh, have that same uh, aptitude. <clears throat> it's just that with us, is we, we have so many more obstacles to overcome. But then again, we also have an advantage because, you know, We, we have an advantage in, in that the African only really has, you know, they have a few obstacles in their way because they were colonized as well. And they are, you know, they, they were colonized. I mean, that's really it. I mean, there's there's an advantage that they have and there's an advantage that we have as well um our advantage may be that we are more versatile because of our being in America and um being at the at the center of 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 all American um, way of ways of life, no no matter which area you're talking about, um, it has made us into the perfect um, the perfect. It's given us the perfect qualifications to be the leaders of the entire world. Um, because we can understand the perspectives of many, many different people, whereas the African brother and sister, they may, due to their lack of, you know, exposure to the outside world or to contact with people of different races and ethnicities, they don't have that kind of experience. So I, I, I really said all that to say that when the African man had a daughter, um, he was a little distraught because his name, um, that beautiful African name that he has, um, that name would be lost to, it would be absorbed into the name of her husband. The husband would absorb the woman's surname, the name of her father, and the name of her. If if her father had no sons, then his name would, would die, essentially. That's a very distressing thing to an African man, especially the African men who have beautiful names that they've been passed down for thousands of years um, the woman is not the protector of culture you know uh, the black woman she She's not prone. Now, again, I'm not saying that she won't, but prone naturally. She is not prone to protect the culture of her father. You know, she is going to protect the culture of the man who she's married to. Uh, and the black woman of America is married to the white man. <clears throat> So she's not interested so much in protecting the customs of black men as much as she is in protecting the customs of white men. You know, you try to bring intelligence and awareness to your woman about Christmas and Easter and all these pagan religions that were practiced by white people, 
involving orgies and human sacrifice and things like that and pedophilia and and all kinds of you know saint nicholas pedophile you bring all this to her attention and she will she resists it and uh, she will fight you to to stay attached to stay married to the her beliefs that she had as a child I guess everybody fights for what they believe in um but the black woman is not always considering you know that that her beliefs are getting in the way of her of her greater uh, needs the black woman has a need and a desire to be with a black man but her beliefs keep her away from really having that you know if you (laughs) like me you You've probably been in situations with women where you're driving with a woman. She's listening to a song, or, and then the song, the song is she puts on the song, uh, "Fuck these niggas, these niggas ain't shit," and um, she puts the song right there while you're there. She has no real concern about. You know, your feelings, your feelings are abstract to her. If that, they are abstract or or non-existent to her in, in the moments where she is in her own world of feminism, of, you know, of solidarity with another woman in brokenness and bitterness, you know. And as men, we should never even be in solidarity with each other in brokenness and bitterness as well. Men shouldn't, you know, get with other men to speak ill about a woman. Just because a woman may have done something that the man doesn't like. So that, you know, we all get together as men and start talking bad about the woman and stuff like that. I don't, that's not, that's not correct as well. That That's not correct either, you know. And um, the woman does this, you know, where she will, you know, be oblivious to the um, the feelings of a, of her man, you know, and she, you know she'll have on a song, "Fuck you, niggas, these niggas ain't shit." And you just sitting there looking at her like, "Yo, you do realize that I'm." sitting here with you right but if it was reversed if you put on a song but but see black men are are very considerate of of women's feelings very considerate of women's feelings maybe not always intelligent enough to be considerate of a woman's needs and the right things to say and you know the right things to do in certain times based off the signs that she's given. Maybe we're not always intelligent in those matters. But that's why communication is so key because if a black woman is intelligent and if she's not a baby and not a child, then she should be able to articulate what is bothering her or what she needs main what she needs sustenance on of course now as a man you should be you you know a man should be able to observe and you know investigate into a woman's feelings and you know see what's at the root of it but also those things come with time and they come with training and a black woman needs to be more vocal less vocal about the things that bother her and be more vocal about communicating the things that bother her less vocal about being angry about the things that bother her and more vocal about solving the problem of what bothers her
and and communicating that openly with with the man that she's in a relationship with. say it's five it's six o'clock in the morning now yeah I was I was just thinking that you know it's, it's tiresome um it's tiresome this whole boyfriend girlfriend stuff that that stuff is really tiresome it's it's outdated it's it's really it, it never and it was never supposed to exist it's, it's just something that we started doing being you know in america and losing our ties to real culture whenever you hear black people talking about culture they're talking about a figment of their imagination. Black people don't have any um, consolidated culture. That's why we invest our time in looking into everybody else's culture. You have whole communities of black people who invest themselves in the Japanese culture and want to eat sushi and watch anime and read manga and go to Japan and learn Japanese as a language because they see and respect the consolidated culture of the Japanese person in comparison to the lack of culture of their own people. And then you have black people who will go over into the white race and you have some black people who are so uh, so destroyed in their intelligence as a black person that they even will consolidate themselves with with open white supremacists um, because of their lack of culture that they have with their own people. So, um, yeah, we don't have any culture. You know, it's, we, we have a, a, a subculture, a makeshift culture something that is starting off on a, an atomic level is, is very much like particles um, you know it's, we, we are at an, an atomic stage in our development where we are not you know a, a multicellular organism yet we are still like uh, yeah we're not multicellular as of yet, but I believe, but we're coming together very quickly. We're coming together. Death is bringing us life. Um, the death of black people and the overall dissatisfaction is bringing a new height heighten is is heightening our sensitivity and our love for each other. You know, I was watching um clips from the wire and I and I was just like, man, to myself, I was I was really disturbed. I I mean, I was feeling it inside of myself. I don't always, you know, have uh visceral reactions to things that I see. Sometimes I'm just desensitized to the things that I see. I just don't care but you know when I was watching this scene in the wire with Snoop and Chris killing these black men you know it was a compilation video of Snoop and Chris's adventures in the streets of Baltimore killing black men I'm like to myself man there's a reason why I've never seen this show now I could see the Sopranos and watch you know white men kill each other I'm 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 pretty much okay with that I don't it, it doesn't cause a visceral reaction to me sometimes it does but other times I'm, I'm perfectly fine with it but to see black people killing each other like that it's just so 
it's unnerving. It's, it's it strikes a it strikes a, you know a, a bad note inside of my inside of my mind inside of my heart, and it just makes me feel um, badly. It makes me feel bad. black people kill each other it's you know it's 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 crazy it's hard to see that but we're getting better you know I, I don't think I ever watched the wire and probably never will watch that show cause I don't wanna I really don't like that kind of television <clears throat> you know Black television really needs something like the Cosby Show, and again, like I said before, I am going to do my research on uh, on Bill Cosby's case so that there can be a very clear understanding for the black people that listen to my channel and for the you know with other other races that listen to my channel, they can you uh, you know be able to see bill cosby as a man first not as a celebrity who failed to uphold his his holiness as a celebrity um you know here charlie sheen here this white man is out giving people aids and things like that and he wasn't canceled He's admittedly giving women AIDS and drinking tiger's blood and, and all sorts of disgusting things. But it just goes to show that people hold black men and black women to a higher standard. Even though they hold us to a lower standard, even though they treat us lower, they they still expect better than for a they still expect us to be better. Because even even though they think little of us, they still naturally can't deny that they think the most of us. And they devote most of their time into trying to get us to be invested into them. They spend most of their time trying to get us to be on board with them. That's the whole thing behind this Joe Biden campaign. Joe Biden's entire presidential campaign is almost exclusively directed towards black men and black women. And I don't think that black men and black women should be flattered or take the bait of what what he's trying to do. I don't think that he's anything better than Donald Trump. I was watching the presidential debates today. <laughs> You know, Joe Biden is a very, seems like a very pompous man and very, he seems like uh, a trickster. You know, he, he smiles a lot. That's not, I, I you know, smiling is, you know, uh, you know, when, when people are, Ascending in power and in, in positions of leadership, you know they employ smiles. Smiling is a way to lower the defenses of other people, um, <clears throat> and it's you know it's just a it's a good uh, trait to have when you are a businessman, right? You smile to you know ease the tension between you know so that business negotiations can be easier to uh, resolve and that you can you know come out victorious in your business dealings however <clears throat> when you're speaking on matters of great great importance that concern the lives of millions and millions of people smiling has you know it, it, it should be done in, in in moderation depending on what you're saying you know he was doing a lot of you know trying to make Donald Trump look 
bad by, you know, laughing at what he said and trying to, you know, make Donald Trump appear to be stupid by shaking his head and smiling and things like that. You know, if you truly think that Donald Trump is a stupid man and that his being in office is a serious uh, predicament and a serious, uh, um, a serious, um, uh, problem, you know, you, <laughs> I take all this time to say, to think of a word just to say problem. I was thinking of a good, solid vocabulary word, but I got lost in my, in my thoughts. Uh, if you thought that Donald Trump was a was a serious threat to America, you think that he's a deplorable man, and he is. You know, I'm not gonna do not say he's not. He is, but you are too. But if you think that, and you are you are truly calculating the weight. If there is such a thing, because truthfully, the presidency is just a seat. It's really not Donald Trump that is walking around making all these decisions and executing all these, you know, plans and orders. He's just one man and he's not a very intelligent man at that. You know, the fate of the world is not dependent on Donald Trump. No, you know. So, you know, if you really, if there was real, any real danger that you felt, you know, smiling is not something that you should be doing. You should be taking, you know, everything that the president says seriously and addressing him seriously, being respectful to him and, and delivering a good counter argument that is worth listening to so that the American people can be persuaded to, you know, lend their favor to you. So I'm I'm not convinced with the Joe Biden and um, all that. That's, I appreciate Trump much more than Joe Biden because Joe Biden, like Malcolm X said, is, you know, he said the the white conservative is like a it's like a wolf and the white liberal is like a fox now both the wolf and the fox both want to eat the chicken they both want to eat the lamb and the lamb represents you know the children of god the chosen children of god the you know black people uh, you know the the fox likes lamb chops and the wolf likes lamb chops. You know, both groups of white people work together under the umbrella of white supremacy to destroy and defeat black people on a global scale and make black people a non-reality or a subservient reality that it, that. Um, works towards white supremacy and not towards black supremacy. If black people are to exist, we are to exist as slaves to their agenda. So both the wolf and the fox want lamb chops, but the wolf has a different, has a more direct approach to eating the lamb. He just simply goes after the lamb and and kills it and eats it whereas the fox is more sly and more sneaky and will do a lot more to make the lamb you know believe that the fox is actually a friend the fox does a lot more you know the fox wastes a lot more time trying to get its meal and that's Joe Biden. Joe Biden's a fox. He's he's not a wolf. He's a fox. Donald Trump is a wolf. Donald Trump is a wolf. 
and the Lord is my shepherd. And, um, <laughs> you know, we're not afraid of the wolf or the fox. You know, not afraid of animals. Not afraid of animals. <laughs> So, um, I've been talking for a while, man. I want to get at least a little bit of sleep before I have to go to work. <sighs> Excuse me. I, I, uh, I hope you all forgive me for yawning in your ears, not the regular, you know, broadcast. But, um. It is a broadcast. It is a. It is my thoughts, my opinions. Early in the morning, you kind of see where I'm, where my mind is at at this time of day. Yeah, and you can relate. You, you, you have a. You, you have times where you probably think to yourself around this this time. A day and you know how it is. So I'ma go ahead and go to sleep now. But it was very good. Very good talking to you. And I hope that you have a beautiful day and a beautiful morning and um, if you're listening to this at a more convenient hour like the afternoon or something like that um, I don't know I wish I had a better engagement with my listeners Um, I'll I'll put a link in my description on uh, my different social platforms that you could reach me on if you want to talk or converse or about anything that I've said, or, you know, tell me that you like the show or, you know, whatever. Um, because I, I, and I, cause I'm really interested in knowing more about the people that listen. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah. But, um, if you're listening to this, you know, no matter where you are in your day, I'm just hoping that you have a good day, and that you, um, you know, keep your head up, you know, only look to the ground for loose change and stuff like that, and, uh, just, you know, do, do what you know you need to do, and, um, be friendly and be be respectful to people around you. Be respectful to yourself. Think about yourself. Think about, you know, what you desire for yourself. And, uh, and set foot to go and get what you want for yourself. If you've been listening to this this far, man, God bless you. I could be long-winded. So, but I thank you for listening again, and I hope you have a good day. Take care. Peace.